On today's Call to Action podcast, we are joined by two members of the Kent State University Golden Flashes football program, a redshirt junior from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, wide receiver Dante Cephas, and a graduate student from Midlothian, Virginia, defensive end Zay West. Let's get some action. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today we are sitting down with Kent State football players Dante Cephas and Zay West. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing doing well. good. Doing good. 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 And what are you guys most excited about for this upcoming football season? Really just to see how hard work from summer pays off and then getting back to that MAC championship and finishing in my senior year off the right way, honestly. Yeah, uh, same same thing he said, just finishing uh, finishing this year out, actually getting back to the MAC, finishing that. And, uh, yeah. What uh what brought you um as we get to know you a little what brought you each to Kent State uh you know what what attracted you to, for playing for uh, Coach Lou just anything about about the program uh, Dante we'll start with you I just uh kind of felt the connection when I first came up here and ever since then it's ever it's just been like family to me so cool Zay what about uh, you it would be um uh, my dad he had previous um previously played here. And so I came in with the old staff, Coach Haynes, and um, just with, with Coach Farrell's my, he's my recruiting coordinator. And just the communication we had throughout the whole process, it seemed like it was genuine love. And I came up to meet some of the guys. It was just like, I felt at home. So I was like, why not? I just seemed like a place for me. So come in and make an impact. I, I do how have big, to, uh, go ahead, Norman. How big was your dad's influence then on you, Zay? Uh, early on, he was kind of like hesitant. He was like, he didn't want to, Put too much pressure on me he was like he didn't even want me to go to kent honestly but then later on in the process i just seen the love and i told him i was like dude they seem genuine like he told me about the recruiting process it can be a lot of fake love here and there so i was just like i'm gonna go with the guys that's been consistent so he definitely had a little bit of influence but he wasn't pressuring too much you know one thing i do have to ask right off right off the bat is uh when I think, I mean, I think a lot of things when I think Kent football, but most recently, all the uniform combinations. I need to know your guys' favorite uh, helmet and uh, jersey pant combination. What what are we going with? My favorite, uh, my my favorite combination would be all gray with the blue helmet. Okay. All right. I could, I could definitely feel that. I was gonna I was gonna say that one, or I'm I, I like the all the whiteouts. So yeah. Well, I can definitely, I like that. What I with uh, you guys wore a white helmet with that when you did that too? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I, re- I remember it now. Yeah, I remember yeah. it now. Wow, you 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 guys went with two jerseys without any gold in them at all. I mean, I know a little bit of gold, but you know, yeah. golden flashes. I thought there'd be some gold, just nothing, just gray, blue, and white. Like to keep it clean. Keep yeah, it clean. I know. <laughs> I love all the combinations because I just I just love the color scheme uh, that the different helmets that you guys break out. It's it's good stuff. So I, I had to ask that question for my own personal, uh, you know, memory bank thing there. Um, 
Dante, uh, you know, congrats. This, this, uh, you, you were named to the Bolitnikov um, preseason watch list. I know it's just talking preseason, but uh, got to make you feel good. Just how does that motivate you for the upcoming year? Seeing that you know, there's there's writers out there, there's national media out there adding you to a list to, to keep an eye on you this year. It actually motivates me a lot, um, especially since I've been on it last year. Uh, just actually being on it again, giving an opportunity to be in this position again, it actually means a lot. And I'm just looking to finish this one out and actually getting it. Love that. Zay, what are some personal goals you have for yourself this season? Um, Personal goals? I don't have like a stat sheet here and there. I just honestly want to just lead my, my team, these seniors, and everyone that's been riding with us from the beginning, lead us back to the MAC championship and finish off the right way. Because that feeling just something that sits with me every day. So it's just like, that's what's on my mind right now. And I feel like if I handle that, everything is going to fall right into place. So, Sure. Now, uh, where where Ichi, uh, Dante, you're from Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about just growing up in Pittsburgh, and uh, are you a, are you an all-Pittsburgh fan? Where Where's your fandom lie? <laughs> I, uh, well, growing up, I used to like Pittsburgh, like the Steelers and stuff. But now I'm actually a Ravens fan. Okay. I like Lamar Jackson, so, yeah. And just and just growing up, I mean, did you follow? Uh, I know we talked about what led you and, and how you feel about playing for Kent, but uh, you know, when you growing up in Pittsburgh, did you know what Kent State was? Actually, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't find out about Kent State until my like, junior year, uh, high school. Okay, and yeah, got it. Now, both of you. How is playing for Coach Lewis? What's he like off the field? Off the field, he's a good guy. I mean, both off and on the field, he's a good guy. Uh, but off the field, he uh, I would he say likes he to focus more on life and not just football. He likes to make sure he helps you being a better father, you grow up being a better man. And on the field, he likes to work. He likes to push everybody, make sure everybody's being consistent. And actually doing a job on the field, not slacking, not taking days off. Oh, yeah. Also, he just got good energy off the field. He wanted to be like – he wanted to transition from that Coach Lewis. He wants you to – he's just a regular person. Come talk to him, have open conversations. You don't got to hold your tongue too much with him. So, definitely, um, he just shows that he's a, he's open. He can switch it on and off, like be a, a person at the end of the day, not just a coach. And then, like Steven said, he just growing us into uh, better men at the end of the day because – like at the football, you know what I'm saying? We got to go into the real world and just betray ourselves. So, what I always think about Coach Lou is that I, I just, every year I see him, I just feel like he could go out there and just still ball. I mean, he just like, when he's warming up before a game, sometimes he just blends in with the rest of you guys. I'm like, man, look at that guy. He's, he's, he's about to go out there and, you know, uh, you know, still play tight end and stuff. So, uh, does he have much game? In practice, would he, does he still do anything? Does he more coach? Does he does he get in the in the mix a little bit ever? Yeah, on on our side of the ball, he does. He um actually like if he's teaching something, he'll demonstrate. So hasn't lost a step. Uh no 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 he still he still got it huh? Yeah. What do you each? Oh, go ahead, Normandy. 
as for both of you, what do you guys think about Maction? What's your favorite thing about the conference? Um, I would say for myself, the competition. Um, yeah. Any any day you just you just never know. Like you gotta show up and play your ball, play your technique, play your game plan, because you just never know what team could come in and you know what I'm saying give you a game or just come out and win. You just you just never know. So you got to bring an A game every time. Yeah, the same same thing you said. Uh, the competition competition is real. It's to me it's it's real big in the mat, and some people don't really see that. And uh. And like, yeah, same thing you said also, like the games can be close. You never know who can win. The underdog could take off the top dog. So, yeah. What What are your guys' takes on the midweek games? Uh, I, I definitely like them. It's just sometimes with our, our crowds, you know what I'm saying, people have classes, so we don't get too much of a crowd. But they're definitely a good switch up for that TV time. But at the end of the day, it's ball. So we went out there to get a W. So not too focused on that too much. But Dante, what about you? Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, what you said, we don't really have, um, we don't really have more fans at those games than or night games because class inflictions and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, yeah, we still go out there, do our thing, come out with a dub. And I would think you'd like, cause some of your, you know, towards the end of the season, uh, and in November, you, you had some, you know, big, real big games. Uh, I, I forget, I, I should have this in front of me, but. Whatever game it was where there was like trading touchdown for touchdown. Was that NIU? No. Was it NIU? Okay. So um, I remember, I think I was at a MAC championship watching it on the screen. I'm supposed to like cut all the clips and like I couldn't even get back to the hotel from dinner. There's like four touchdowns I missed. It was like a five minute drive. I was like, holy cow, man. I mean, and that's and that's what Maction being part of this conference is as long as I have what it means to me is like you do get those games. You get those games that are high scoring, high energy. Um, love the fact that all eyes are on you guys when you're playing in the midweek um, from, you know, TV eyes. And and it's like the only game in town, even if you're someone living in California, you know, you're, you're flipping it on. And if, if you're a football fan, you want to you wanna watch some ball and um, you, the Mac is it. So, uh, you know, I, I know, Dante, you, you had some pretty big games. Uh, should read off the numbers here when during those midweek games, but, uh, you know, you're coming on strong. I think that ultimately does help when these watch lists do come out, um, when you when we have certain guys from our conference. You've seen it over the years on just, um, you know, big names arise because people start talking about them a little more from, that, from those national games. Not to say non-conference on a Saturday, you knock someone off. Um, talk about a, a little bit about that. Talk about that non-conference schedule that you have, you guys have coming uh, yeah, up this uh, those year. Those are big games. Um, we got to uh, put in the work this camp, this upcoming camp. We got to put in work, a lot of work. We got to work harder than anybody else. And uh, we just got to go into those games focused with our mind on straight. And each person do a 111, and we'll be good. Definitely. I love them. It just, it just gives us an opportunity to showcase our skills, like, we do it against the matching, but also those big schools that think they're better than us. They do, like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like we get to go out there and show our talent from our preparation in summer, from all the phases that we've been going through in camp. So I feel like those are the best big testament to our team and then how we how we answer those those battles and going into our regular season. Sure. And and for those that, that don't know and listening, I mean Kent State, uh they're showing that they're not scared of anybody opening the season at Washington, at Oklahoma. Then they, they play their home game at uh, with Long Island 
and then uh, they travel out to the defending national championship, Georgia Bulldogs. So, you know, loaded schedule, um, but hey, you know, Maction, uh, we, we, want, we want in our conference to fly that flag, so we'll be counting on you guys to, uh, to get that done. Show them what you got, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, when it comes game day, do you guys have any superstitions? No, I try to stay mellow headed. I had uh, headphones on. Right. I'm just thinking about the game plan. I'm thinking about all the reps I've seen through practice from film. I'm just trying to get my zone and lock in. Like, I don't worry too much. Like the preparation is handled. It's payday now, so it's like go do what I do. Right. I, uh, for me, on game day, I really don't like going on the field with headphones and none of that. I like. To- just keep that in the locker room. Like when I get back in the locker room, I'll put them back on or something. But out there, I just like to get my mind clear and get ready to go. Feel that environment. Yeah. There's nothing to you guys. What do you, uh, when you are in the locker room before you have headphones or not headphones on, what do, what do you listen to before a game? <laughs> uh, my playlist gets, could fluctuate from anything, but um, man, I definitely some NBA young boy. Meek yeah, man. definitely some NBA young boy. Uh, um, Chief Keith, for sure. Um, probably some little baby. Definitely. What's the number one song that comes to your head, though? That you're like, yes, this song is the song. Uh, that's probably E S T G Lamborghini G ski. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put, I will put on uh, the little baby freestyle. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Well, we want to also, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit of football, what you guys want to do on the field, but when it comes to being off the field, uh, tell us about what you guys like to do uh, when, when you're not playing ball. Um, you know, what do you like to get into? What do you do in your spare time? Um, you know, uh, Zay, we'll start with you. Uh, for me, I'm a little bit of a homebody. So I like to just shut the crib hang around with my guys. I got, I got like five roommates, so it's like, it's never it's never boring here. Guys come over all the time and hang out. But um, I'm definitely, I watch shows, a lot of Netflix shows or podcasts on YouTube. Um, I'm into shoes, so I try to stay update on what's coming out, if I can get on those. And then lately I've been um, doing a little bit of bowling. Gotten pretty good at that, so I've been doing that a little bit. So yeah, that's what I do for, which, for which, What's your highest score so far bowling? Uh, right now, only a 165. All right, yeah. all right. I use the bumpers still when I bowl, so. I actually, uh, I went to school at Bowling Green, and uh, you had to take, I was a sports management major, and you had to pick one, uh, I guess, like, I don't, I don't know, what do you call it, sports class? I don't know. So, like, one year, I took, um, like, racquetball, and one, t- one year it was bowling, and you had to, like, go off campus and you just learned how to bowl, and you got a credit for it. It was awesome. But it was like part of the sports management thing that you just had to go and, and you had to show up and learn how to bowl. But I I'm, I got a hair over 165. I mean, it's it's tougher. People just, uh, you know, it's it's a tougher game than people give it credit for, I think. Definitely. Definitely a game about being consistent, for sure. And then before we get to Dante, what, what are some of those favorite Netflix shows that you watch, series? Um, one of them will be Ozark. Okay. Uh, was into that one. Um, Outer Banks definitely caught my attention. And one of them that I was surprised about was uh, How to Get Away with Murder. That one I was really stuck on. Yeah, so. 
I haven't watched that one. I haven't watched that one. I just got done with, uh, or I'm currently watching Peaky Blinders, which is great. Um, It's like Sopranos, but it's all in Irish, like Irish gangs. Uh, Tough one. You need subtitles on because the accents are pretty thick, but it's it's pretty good. And uh, just finished Stranger Things and Ozark. Definitely, I also did. Yeah, definitely at top of the list. Yeah, both both of those. Or baking shows. Love a good baking show. Dante, what do you like to do off field? Uh, uh, some of the things I like to do, I'm also a homebody. Uh, I'd rather stay in the house than go out or something. But uh, I play the game. I like playing a game. I like listening to music. And I also like watching movies, too. What's your favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie? I have. I would say I have a different movie for each genre. But I'll go for, like, comedy. I'll say... Probably like Step Brothers. Um, it's a great movie. And, <laughs> and like, just like drama or action or anything. I'd probably go with Scarface. I like that. So it, is one of those two, could you watch it? Like, if you could only watch one movie every day for the rest of your life, is is it one of those two? Yeah. Yeah? You wouldn't get sick of them ever? I, I, would, I would probably, out of, out of those two, I might pick Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. Zay, if you could only watch one movie the rest of your life, what is it? Uh, remember the Titans. That's easy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's hard to get sick of. I, I wouldn't get sick of that movie either. It's a pretty good, solid pick. Normandy and either I. Of have, you, have, either of you guys Marvel fans? Uh, I tried I tried to get into it, but it was like, when when I tried to get in, it was like too confusing. I, I guess I jumped in at the wrong time. So it was like, I couldn't understand what was going on. So. I'm the same way. I feel you on that. My my little boy, he's only four, but he like gets in. I've watched like the first Spider Man, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Spider Man, whichever that one was, and then he he's like starting to watch these Marvel movies, and I watch them, but I don't know. They're definitely not in the right order. He's all talking about Iron Man. I don't know where he like came from, and then he's watching Avengers, and he you know he just wants to watch and throw on like some movie. I don't even know if he should be watching them, to be honest. I mean, I, they seem fine <laughs> to me. He he thinks he's a superhero now, which is fine. But he, uh, you know, they're all, I definitely know they're all out of order and all over the place. So I don't know what the heck's going on either. I, I've, I've stopped trying. I like the MCU, and I'm pretty sure they don't know what's going on anymore either. So, <laughs> um, but since you guys are both homebodies, do you guys cook often or you guys eat out a little bit more? No. Yeah, I like to eat out and order food more than I cook. <laughs> I I will cook if needed, but I probably will definitely go to go grab something real quick. Zay, you the best chef on the team. Oh, there you go. Probably Brad George. Yeah, Brad George or, or AJ Campbell. Yeah, I've seen Brad's uh, Twitter, his videos, his cooking yeah. videos, solid. <laughs> Zay, you, you do all the rest of you guys that you live with? They all play football. Yeah, all of them do, yep. So, of your of your place, who is your house chef? Who's the best cook in, within your spot? Best cook. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have we people come in and out a lot. Like, we had a few roommates leave. And leave oh, all right. But I'll probably have to give it to, um, it, yeah, probably, probably Chase. Chase right now. I see him in the kitchen a lot, cooking, meal prepping. So look pretty good. Smell good to me. So, 
look good, taste good, right? That's right. about that's how the food goes. Where are you guys ordering out from, though? Um, I do Eurogyro, um, good little Chipotle order. Um, uh, me, I probably like I probably get uh, probably can, or I might get like a pizza one day, something like that. We just got canes down the road from me in, um, I don't know, maybe like two, three months, and there's still a line around that place every day. No, no, doesn't matter what time of day it is, there's a line around that place. The, uh, I, don't, I don't see the joy in canes. I, I, can't, I can't see it. <laughs> no, is she crazy? Is canes the best? Nah, the best to me would be Chick-fil-A, but yeah. I like canes. There we go. There we go. Chick-fil-A, top tier. Right. Zaxby's, ever been to Zaxby's? Yeah, no. Zaxby's. Have you yes. ever been to cookout? Cookout before? Never. Oh, yeah, I gotta make it to cookout. That's good eats, for sure. Where's, where's cookout? <laughs> I'm gonna have to write this down. Um, well, I have, it's one of Virginia. No. It's more in like the uh, southern parts. Yeah, it's a southern type. Yeah. yeah. Southern. I love all southern food. Give me the sweet tea. Give me the sweet tea. What is it? The cookout is just like a burger. Is that like a burger and joint, essentially? It's a a burger. They got a little variety of foods, but it's a nice, nice good serving for a cheap price. So, and they stay open pretty late. So I love that. (laughs) I've heard about, I haven't been cookout either. I've I've heard things, uh, good things about it, but yeah, I, I don't get down South too often, but, um, that's that's on the list. It's kind of kind of like one of those things when you go out west and you gotta get like in and out. You know, that's it's not even. I mean, I like in and out. It's not the best, uh, but it's just like the thing you got to do when you're out that way. So, same thing. Right. Same thing with cookout. What, when it comes to pizza, are you guys putting pineapple on your pizza? Or are you keeping it way away from? I pizza? did sometimes. I do sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes is it like a Hawaiian though? So you got the ham and like, or is uh, it like, uh-uh. you're just... Just, yeah, just pineapple and I might add uh, chicken to it too. But other than that, just that. What about you, Zay? Yeah, I can't do that. I can't get my mind around the pineapple and red sauce just mixing together. Like I don't. I would have to agree. I'm not a pineapple on pizza person. And I think it's because I like to dip my pizza in ranch. That's pretty, pretty Midwestern. Well, I forget you guys will help me out with this. I forget the name of the place in Kent, but they have a sandwich for like all different like coaches and former players, right? It's called Twisted Melts. Twisted Melts. And and Coach Lou has a sandwich, right? I believe he had. So Coach Lou has a sandwich. What would be your sandwich and while you guys answer that question now I'll, I'll pull up the the coach lou sandwich here i i remember talking to him about it um but what what would be your what would be on your sandwich that named after you and if you have a name for it give us the name uh i don't have a name for it right now but my sandwich would probably be would have probably like a bacon cheese ketchup lettuce yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Any sauce? Uh, just ketchup and probably mayo. If you like, yeah. I don't. I don't like tomatoes, so that's why I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you like ketchup. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
For me, I would probably, I would name mine <laughs> the Sturdy Burger. The Sturdy Burger? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like um, that. I would have, um, it would be like a, a blue cheese, blue cheese in the middle of the burger already. And then you'll have your mayo, your lettuce, probably a few pickles, and then just a regular ketchup and mustard on it. And then bacon if you like that, but some people pick it about that one. <laughs> All right, I like that. I like that. The, to to update the group, the the Sean Lewis burger is two beef patties, American cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo. I mean, that's pretty simple. He didn't go too crazy. I feel like. Yeah, not at all. I usually, that's the one I usually get to. I just take the tomatoes off. <laughs> not tomato fans. What about <laughs> onions? Yeah, only if I can't taste them. But if I can taste them, then. <laughs> well, to to wrap things up, I had one final question. It's not about food, although I'm glad we went down that path for sure. You know, we never know on the show where we're going to go. We definitely didn't have food written down, but hey, good good conversation for sure. Um, I, I did want to just get into any young player, uh, whether they're in high school, even younger, you know, that wants to get in your shoes, that wants to play in these national TV games or big non-conference games, what advice would you have for a, a young player, um, you know, trying to get to your level? Uh, my advice, first I would tell them don't let nobody tell you can't do it. Um, just stay on the right track. Don't get into trouble and keep those grades up. That's the main thing. Focus on your grades and um, yeah, just ball out on the field. I would definitely say um, trust your coaches. Um, they're there for a reason. And then also it's like have a good support system because um, you just never know. Things can go up and down throughout your life and you're just going to need that support staff to always stay consistent with you because you like making it to this level is always going to need hard work, consistent hard work, head down and grind. So it's just like have, have a good support system because you just never know. Your, your emotions can always waver. That can affect your game. So that's something big I, I found, have a good support system. People that know what you have, what greatness you have in you, and then who can pull it out of you. That's great advice. You know, just believe in yourself. And we want to thank you guys again for joining us on the podcast. No um, you can check out Call to Action on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Thank you guys again. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank Thanks you. for having us.